Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I got my big old big split now, big cast. Ooh, oh, yeah. big boy. How long you got that guy for? Do you know? Uh, at least two weeks, and then I might go to a boot or a cast after that. I'm not sure. Like an air cast or something? Yeah, and then Ooh. eventually a walking boot, mm. and then nothing. Then eventually a walking phoenix. Then, then walking phoenix, <laughs> and then finally I'll be back on my feet. Then you'll be a rising phoenix. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know out there, I broke my leg. <laughs> I'm Does anticipating I'll use this as a cold open. Is it because, <laughs> is it because Michael kicked the, the ladder out from under that's, you and said, hey, Alex, how's it hanging? That's correct. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs or Dundamip. Then the people purchase paper, people Dundamip. Then the people purchase paper, people Dundamip. Then the people purchase paper, people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host, one of WB Jones's construction guys, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Jane's fun run organizer. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Hi, Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? That's so short. Pam, I'm coming down to get my present. <laughs> Every week we get together and discuss our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week, from first kisses to first bike rides, from parkour to slack lines, from snowmen to hay kings, we're discussing the parking lot. That was nice. That's a fantastic intro. Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> Thanks, this, guys. Today's episode continues our trend or theme of carving up uh, the 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 Dunder Mifflin Cinematic Universe, the DMCU, in a different <laughs> physical locations. So we've talked about the I annex, the warehouse, etc. DMCU myself. <laughs> um, and today we're talking about the parking lot, and I know. That seems like a pretty boring topic kind of off the top of your head. It's like, what's next? The bathroom. But the <laughs> af but when you think about the parking lot and the different moments that stack up there, I think uh, we're going to find like there's there's a lot of interesting things that happen there. And I think T tune in next week for Ryan's office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You have to, it's a dual purpose. It's a multi-purpose room. Right. Um, yeah. But 
as the show begins, the parking lot is a very small expansion of the world. Uh, and then it, as it kind of, as the show goes along, the parking lot becomes this sort of buffer between the Dunder Mifflin world and the real world. So all these things that can't happen within the physical office happen in the parking lot. And there's even a gate that keeps them sealed off. So uh, I think as we go through these moments, we'll kind of see that brief extension of the world. But. It's a topic that when you, you start to think about how much happens in the parking lot, it's like way more than you initially realize. Because so much. When we first talked about this idea, it's like, oh, well, like the Goodbye Toby party and hey place and then you just realize like there are so many so much stuff that happened a lot of action sequences happen out mm -hmm. in the warehouse yes. or yeah. in the parking lot yeah uh, fights of all kinds whether it's a duel if it's pam slapping michael it's the snowball fight there's all sorts of stuff going so on the out boom there. operator hitting it, the boom operator uh andy getting 12 drummers drumming like it's a huge <laughs> yeah. show uh a lot happens yeah. out there in the parking lot and it, it bears uh it, it bears talking about oh the all of the things that happen in the parking lot or the amount of events that happen in the parking lot coincides pretty well with the fact that realistically, it doesn't seem like all of those businesses, Vance Refrigeration and the Dunner Mifflin Warehouse can exist in that one building. Yeah, Similarly, there are so many moments that happen in the parking there's, lot. There's just enough parking small space. For, for Dunner Mifflin Scranton. That's about right. it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's kind of weird well, they yeah. got the parking spaces back. I feel like the real argument would have been like, hey, when can these other businesses have some parking spaces here, guys? <laughs> right. <laughs> Cool guy Paul, where am I going to put my motorcycle? You know, yeah. Where's Cool Guy Paul's motorcycle this <laughs> it entire should, it time? Should it should always be up front. It be should be right up front. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I mean, for today's episode, I I was just thinking we'd jump around to some of our favorite parking lot moments, and but yeah, I mean, just like Edwin was saying, there's a lot of you're talking like a, a gainer into a into a double somersault that's going to jump around gainer. <laughs> Into the trash can, which yeah. looks way too full for you to actually fit in or land <laughs> on top of. But uh, but yeah, I mean, um, there's a lot of big, there's a lot of growth that happens in the parking lot. There's a lot of big lessons learned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Michael does learn how to ride a bike for the first time in the parking lot. Um, After forgetting how to ride it during uh, <laughs> Benny Hanna Christmas. That's right. In which he, he rides he a bike really... narrowly into the office, which is difficult. I think people have brought that up. I think you can make the argument that he doesn't really ride it. He only rides it like three feet at a time. Definitely. True. So he just kind of pushes and he on crashes it. crashes and yeah. he swears. Yeah. Um, but I guess like what, what would be a good jumping off point is like, do you have a favorite about parking the lot? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <that's> <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite parking lot moment? Oh boy, I, I've I mean I already said it, but for me the I think the whole goodbye Toby party uh, is they really break the mold there in terms of having a huge carnival there that seemingly is there's no end to the budget they have the Ferris <laughs> wheel there's a fireworks show there's mm -hmm. um, a raccoon a, in a car raccoon in a car there's there's a <laughs> there's a proposal happening I mean they use every square inch of that parking lot. Um, to throw this massive thing that's supposed to be, oh, you know, Jim's big moment to propose and ends up being Andy's big moment instead. Uh, it's it's heartbreaking for Jim, but uh, great for us. Well, it would have been very poetic for Jim to actually be able to propose to Pam in the parking lot because that is where he confesses his love to her for the first time at the end of Casino Night. Also a yeah. heartbreaking scene. A lot of tears. <laughs> That's right. one of the one of the most iconic and memorable moments i think for me from the entire show and they do a really good job of shooting it 
from unique angles. I think that's one kind of interesting thing about the parking lot is how they convey the space all the time. Um, I'm thinking of, because uh, when they, they exit out of the side of the warehouse, it seems, and they're walking down, and it's, it's easy to forget that they're right next to that door, but they really are. They're right, they're right outside the office. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It, it, it kind of establishes or continues to establish the parking lot as a place where these moments happen that can't take place within the physical office or that people don't want to take place within the physical office. Yeah, along the same lines, when, when Dwight builds all the snowmen out there at the end with Jim's being terrorized, that's another favorite parking lot one mainly because of like you just said the way they they pan up to dwight uh, on the roof kind of evil grinning um saying that you know fear is the ultimate the ultimate enemy um the greatest snowball the greatest snowball is fear uh that's just just really well done and just the way that they they film that as attacking all the snowmen on the way back to their car it's great stuff and it, again i mean i'm gonna hammer this home point home a lot <laughs> but <laughs> If if they had done if Dwight had done that like at Jim and Pam's house, mm-hmm. that would have felt a little more sinister, a little more mm-hmm. out of line mm-hmm. from Dwight. But it's within this whole office world, and they're driving out of that, and they go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it that, feels a little less. It feels a little more harmless, based on the setting. That does make me think of something else too. That there's like, it's that last thing that it's that last checkpoint that you need to cross in order to like be on your way home right so there's a few times where they can't they run into trouble trying to pass that checkpoint right where where uh they just you know jim wants everyone to work late on friday so that they don't have to come in on saturday and it's like they get down to the parking lot and the gate's locked right and they have to call hank and try and get him to come down or uh when Jim and Pam in the in the delivery are trying to rush out of the uh, rush out of the parking lot, and it's about it's like five o'clock, and so everyone's trying to leave, um, or or when they're when they all drink the espresso for the first time, and they all try to leave at the same time, and they're all honking at each other and stuff like that, or when Dwight is trying to rush off to go pick up Michael during the injury and crashes his car, and uh, and uh, and uh, gets the concussion vomits all over his car (laughs) it is the beginning and end of a lot of episodes um you think about um just like you said them all exiting the driveway or trying to exit the parking lot at the same time or michael at the beginning of season four like Mm -hmm. the the season begins with michael entering and hitting meredith with his car yeah um there's a lot there's a lot that happens there um i think oh yeah go ahead i was gonna say it's a place it's a place of like things things can often be suspended there during the office and this is a lot of what like like let's take the fire right in season two like this is one of the first times we get the office just milling about in groups while they're waiting for the fire to be resolved this is i remember this happening in school back when we went to school in buildings and we Mm -hmm. had classmates and you get a fire drill and you'd everyone would go outside it was just sort of weird you're in limbo during the school day and you're all just sitting there and right. you start coming up with games and playing Desert Island and stuff like that. And that's one of the first times we really get to hang out in the parking lot with the cast is during that episode. And yeah, it's, it's a time where we start figuring some stuff out about characters that don't have to do with work, such as what movies they take to a desert island. <laughs> it's funny that you bring up like it, it in <laughs> bring it up in relation to school, because like, I mean, there's a few times where it's like literally referred to as recess to like go mm-hmm. out into the parking lot. I mean, during um, it's not uh, the convict, right? That's like Michael tries to give everybody outdoor activity time. Um, 
and uh, and we get things like the soccer game that Charles Minor throws um, during the Michael Scott uh, paper company arc. Um, Dude, I'm just realizing now Jim takes a lot of hits in the parking lot. Not a good place to be. <laughs> like the whole thing with the the soccer with Charles does not go well. The snowballs yeah. with Dwight. Yeah. Uh, the th- the thing where he gets everyone locked inside at the end of the day. His yeah, proposal yeah. doesn't work. Uh, yeah. n- nothing's going right for Jim in the parking yeah. lot. It's funny you mentioned the idea of recess because childhood Michael Scott on Fundle Bundle is yeah. asked by Edward R. Meow what your favorite subject in school is. He's recess. <laughs> recess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it is perfect that Michael kind of sees that as an extension. I'm thinking, too, of when uh, the merger, when I Michael uses it. <laughs> <laughs> Michael uses it as a staging ground for uh, the... To, he lets the air out of everyone's tires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try to get them all to all band together. <laughs> Is it always like this? Sometimes he brings more costumes. <laughs> There's an element of that. I think, too, you were talking about uh, us learning more about the characters. I think the first instances where we kind of see the parking lot come to life is in season one. I'm thinking specifically of Hot Girl at the end of season one, mm-hmm. where we see Michael and Ryan going through Michael's car. And yeah. we get to see that insight into his perfect smell alike, Riot Aid, Night Swept. That's All right. the filet of fishes, <laughs> the magazine clone, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and then uh, that's over the course of several months. Ryan, still, there's a what flavor is it? Blue, blue is not a flavor. Uh, blue blast. Oh, blue blast. No, put that one in the trunk. There's also an Arctic <laughs> chill. I would like that in the passenger cup holder. <laughs> there's a, there's a throwback line to that moment where Kelly is with Michael and she says, "How many number of fours did you order?" <laughs> oh my gosh. But that parking lot that we see is a totally different parking lot from right. the, is it really? the show. Or at least, it, at least it seems very different if it's not. The first season seems to have both. Because I think that in the Alliance, we see the re, the what becomes the real Dunder Mifflin parking lot. When, when they're both in Dwight's car. Oh, yes, that's true. Um, Another example where they, they go outside of the office to kind of conduct the secret plan. Right, right. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're right. You're right. There's a there's a when they're especially when it's the end of the night and they're all going back to their cars and um, Michael still thinks Amy Adams is coming home with him or getting in the car with him and they split right. off. That is a totally different parking lot than we um, see later in the show. That reminds me of a moment in uh, an employee transfer where Jim and Michael exit the building at the same time. And Michael turns to Jim and says, "You know, you can let everyone go if you you can let everyone go a few minutes early if you want." And he goes, "Okay, no, I'm going to New York to have lunch with with Pam and my brothers." Yeah, <laughs> just that moment where they split and Michael is completely under—he's just delusional about what's going on with the rest of the office. Yeah, why why couldn't Michael? Uh, why couldn't Jim let everyone go home early? <laughs> well, he was Since leaving. He was early. leaving early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think too. You know, I mentioned that employee transfer episode. I think. One thing I noticed was the the key kind of thing that I thought of with Michael and the office and this the idea of the physicality of the space was Michael says, you know, the office is a place where dreams come true. And it is kind of this fantasy land where they can do all these things that they do. And it, over the course of the show, they are established as a successful branch. And I'm thinking of when he and Holly first get together in Crime Aid and they're about to leave and to go into the parking lot and Holly pretends that she forgot her keys and they go back. So... 
them getting together happens in the physical location of the office, <laughs> even though we don't see it, even though they turn up the volume really We're loud. Turn this mm-hmm. all the way down. We're totally <laughs> alone. <laughs> but then if you think about employee transfer, the truck that Daryl takes out is out of the parking lot. So they're, they're again, they're using that space as a sort of conduit. Mm. Um, and it's even more kind of heartbreaking to think about them leaving, not from Holly's house or not from another location, mm-hmm. but from the office. And well, we see too when, uh, there's so many covert meetings that happen around the corner from the parking lot. Uh, I, I'm, I can't even start to think of all the different pairs of people who have meetings down there. But it's like the if when you go around that corner, that's sort of where the, you get to see some of those loading docks. There's the dumpster. Mm-hmm. There's all that stuff. So you, there's some benches there. There's some benches. We could. Pr- this is where you know uh, Jim leaves the magical bean plants for Dwight <laughs> when he has them grown. So we can assume that's like the loading docks. But do we ever? We don't ever get like a full shot going all the way around. We see, no. you know, obviously we see Pam timing Dwight running around with a thermometer and that sort of thing. But we could assume maybe there's other parking spaces for the other businesses, different entrances on the other side. Right. You right? put a note in my food. Yeah. I made it sterile. <laughs> Just saying that doesn't make it so. <laughs> Phyllis, come quick. Someone slashed your tires. Yeah. A lot of a uh, lot of a lot of violence happening out there in the parking lot. There's uh, a moment, too, where Dwight is standing out there and Angela opens that door and she talks about, she asked Dwight to go and feed Sprinkles because she's got to go visit the Alki <laughs> in the beginning of season four. But it just, it's their, their secrecy that they're so comfortable with and it takes place by crossing that barrier into the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Speaking of slashing tires, what about smashing windows? We got Oscar rescuing the dog from the car in that one cold open. One of the weirdest cold opens in the show. And one for good measure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just That's weird. Right. No one. It's such a break of Oscar's character. I feel like that no one would notice the sunroof was open, uh, much less when Dwight pours a the milkshake in there. <laughs> that's why I think that's why, in a way, we can debate how much it works. But because Oscar immediately isn't comfortable with continuing to be in this persona, when Jim says, "Oscar, this is kind of your thing now." Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, and right. He, he's so quick to abandon this impulse that he's had. Yeah. <laughs> he really does. He really takes the baton mean, and starts. Directing. Meanwhile, Kevin dies in his own car. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Kevin died. <laughs> Not only that, Kevin he's gets said- lost in the maze during Hay Place. Like Kevin has been stranded in the parking lot multiple occasions. He is mm-hmm. the he is the Kenny. Uh, mm-hmm. To South Park, yes. Kevin dies office. every episode yeah. of The Office. Little known fact. <laughs> you mentioned smashing windows. We also see Stanley smashing all of Michael's windows and mm-hmm. windshield right. uh, after at the end of Gossip. Uh, we right. see... You see a watermelon being smashed upon yes. Stanley's car. If it's Stanley's mm-hmm. car, make sure you call the offices of James P. Albini. See if he handles hate crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Put the trampoline in the bailer. The... <laughs> Get. Get Pudge to do it. Get Patch to do it. Patch. Or the sea monster. Patch. Yeah, or sea monster. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about uh safety training. Safety training. Um yeah. as it as it utilizes the levels of, of the parking lot in that whole area very well. Um I re I rewatched that one today in, in prep for it. And there was that the humor something about the humor of yelling up at Michael with the megaphone while he's on the roof. Uh, just really, really, really works. It's so funny because the characters are able to have little quick conversations down on the ground that Michael can't hear, mm-hmm. and they get to sort of manipulate <laughs> the messages that they're sending up to Michael yeah, yeah, as he broadcasts yeah. down what he wants. And um, yeah. it's just a really, really funny little gimmick for the whole cast to play. 
one of the big we've talked about big cringe moments and i had one today watching that episode and michael says what do i have to live for and daryl with the megaphone in his hands is just quiet for a really long time then he says it's a dark silence it's lovely lovely jan (laughs) lovely lovely jan And then when he starts talking, he does a like, it takes just to get out of bed every day and be you. And you see you see Jim and Pam just cracking up in the background. And it's it's one of those things where like it's it only they could only do that because Michael's up on the roof and he can't quite see what they're doing. Cause if he saw that, he'd just be so heartbroken. I love too that they discover that there's a jumpy, there's a bouncy castle because Creed just comes around the hedge zipping up his fly. Like he (laughs) He just just peed around the corner. It's like, hey, there's a bouncy house over there. There's a castle. Uh, And yeah, when they realize what's about to happen. um, Yeah. To get him down from there. But yeah, that's that's such a... I mean, that whole episode is probably worth doing our own uh, an episode at some point. But I thought it was really interesting that when he's up there and they, 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 they frame those characters, it's Jim and Pam standing next to each other and Karen is kind of out of frame and then Ooh. even as michael is going down the staircase the way that jim and pam and karen are framed he's in the middle of them and they're both one step sort of behind him they're all clapping together mm-hmm. i just thought it was super interesting the way they sort of put everything in frame it, and during that episode too isn't it the b storyline is when they're it's the betting the betting and and yeah. yeah and karen's just like i don't, I don't know, know this, this place, place at all i'm getting cleaned out and we see all these different competitions happening including the funny netflix one uh Kevin Kelly describe how Netflix works, um, but yeah, no, it all, all ends there on the uh, on the parking lot. Um, we and we we talked about the warehouse as a place where the showdown happens, and I think the parking lot is an extension of that at times, where um, things get resolved. Um, which this could transition into something like the duel, or even when Pam and Michael agree to have their fight in the parking lot. It's in double it's, date. It's a place. It's a place where corporate can't really have any say. It's like fine. It's a, we're gonna settle this in the parking lot. It's a place for hay. It's a place for hay. <laughs> Michael, Michael, was it on co- company property? It was on company property with company property. So double jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to Hay Place, a place for hay. <laughs> yeah, there is, there is, uh, of course, the duel happens there. Yeah. You have Dwight uh, when in Women's Appreciation in season three, Dwight is stabbing the bushes with that broomstick that he's sharpened to a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's um, there's Michael slapping, or excuse me, Pam slapping Michael. Um, mm-hmm. And then you think about that snowball episode. It's uh, I believe it's Classic Christmas in season seven, where um, Jim goes outside for the beginning of the snowball fight, and Dwight has somehow chained the doors shut. Yeah, <laughs> boy. And the first duel somehow takes place there. I think too, and then to keep going on the Jim and Dwight thing, the in Free Family Portrait Studio at the end of season eight, the reason that Jim is so terrified during that time is because he may have gone too far with the tearaway suit prank that happens again in the parking lot. In the parking lot, yes. <laughs> Which reminds me of the shot of Dwight walking across the parking lot with the pumpkin on his head. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never should have scared Aaron. <laughs> um. Uh, what else about what else? What what are, well, how about how about first kisses? Because there's actually oh. at least two that I can think of. Okay. Two took a turn. Yeah, two. All right. What are they? What do you can you name one? Can you come up with one of first kisses? OK, well, this one that shouldn't count. But Andy and um, <laughs> Jessica, 
That's exactly what I was the thinking. The client. First and last hit. Stanley's kiss. client. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Julia. That's right. Ju- Ju- Julia. Julia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jessica. Jessica is the girlfriend in season eight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. The Nard dog. I'll show you the Nard. This is the Nard dog. Yeah. Makes yeah. The yeah. Yeah. That's a very, that's also, a very good cringe moment. That's, that's very cringe. Cringe, dude. That's real that's bad. A, yeah. That's like, this that's is the a, Nard dog. Is the, yeah. Cause then he ooh. does like the, oh, I'm sorry. You want to go to a mall and, Julia, sorry. Julia is also the name of Pam's friend on on Happy Hour, right? That's Julia. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Other first kisses. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Uh, Can you think? Yeah. It's a little just. It's just a little mini trivia question, if you can. We don't have to spend too much time on it if you can't come up with it. What is it, Sean? Michael and Donna. <laughs> ah, yes. You were right. You were right. And she pulls him in for the kiss at the uh, at the uh, at the car window. I have your baguette. <laughs> <laughs> I think too. Um, this this is not a first kiss moment, but we're just jumping around. Um, is, is Dwight getting ready to to spring the coup? Mm. That's where he no. goes to work out that feeling. I guess it's another place where you kind of release that emotion when well, he. <laughs> Running really hard, and he's crouched down by the bushes. Yeah, talking to Jan. Talk about Jan there. Yeah, or uh, or in the Lover when Pam finds out about Michael and and Helene, she rushes out of the office, and then it cuts to commercial. And then when they come back, it's just Pam screaming in the parking lot. (laughs) All the, I mean, there's there's a lot of humor with cars. Uh, Obviously, it's going to happen in the parking lot. I think it's in the duel. Uh, another super cringe moment of Michael just t- telling Andy that Angela's cheating on him and waits until <laughs> waits until he's in his car, window is rolled up, and he's backing yeah. out before he yeah. actually says anything. Um, on, on his way out, it's so bad. <laughs> Leaving Andy just standing at an empty parking spot, just staring at what, at what just happened. I'm just trying to think of all the times people are trying to catch people as they're leaving in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's also Michael and gossip. Stanley, uh. Stanley, you having an affair? <laughs> <laughs> look, go back to that episode and look at the way he stands in front of the car with his hands open. It's such a funny pose. It's, it's, a, it's really, really funny. You should, you should look at it. And he gets in the car with him. Yeah. And yeah, then they have right. that long conversation and he says, uh, no, I'm going to break it off right now. That's where I was going. And then Michael says, wait, do people often say they're going on a sales call and they go do something else? Yeah. <laughs> that moment of realization really hammers home for him. That's another Michael movie moment, which I brought up on the show before, of things Michael does that he's only seen in movies that he thinks that's how you do it in real life. Like the way he stands there is probably like, yeah. this is how you stop traffic is you have yeah. to stand in this way because I've seen it in movies. Uh, <laughs> There's also the time when Pam is like leaving to go to school and uh, mm. and Michael rushes down <laughs> to say uh, the, the the last word was seagulls <laughs> for the poem the he, he wrote. The way he falls down the stairs yeah. <laughs> and he rushes out. There's a similar moment at the beginning of Niagara where he's prepared his car and it's mm-hmm. just going to a wedding on the rear windshield and he's tied all the cans to the back. And when he peels out, they all explode because they're full cans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We have um, Michael imprints his face near the parking lot, but yeah. we don't ever get to see that again. The, again, something I brought up before <laughs> that I wish some point in the show, someone just tripped a little bit on their way into the building and, and they just they pan just down to Michael's. Down. Yeah, that's, you see Michael's that face for a great. <laughs> uh, 
uh, and it's then, where we meet. Oh, go yeah, ahead, no, uh, no, no, no. It's where they meet Nate. Yes, it is. Dwight Dwight uh, finds him in the parking lot, but or not. He finds him on the street with the other workers. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the office is exposed to Nate when they all gather in the conference room. Who is this guy by our cars? Yeah, yeah, that's my new maintenance worker, Nate. And then he has to take care of the beehive. It's a palette of weapons to choose from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and let's not forget, of course, the funeral for a bird. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, I think that there's there's some times when Michael learns some big lessons or the office is able to teach Michael some big lessons. Uh, safety training definitely being one and the funeral for the bird definitely being the other. When Pam uh, sees it as an opportunity to... Uh, to uh, make a metaphor and and teach Michael something that that uh, it again actually it's it's just building Michael up in the same way that safety training is. It's a lot of life and death stuff out there, in the parking lot. Yeah, there's oh, I, um, yeah another one that uh, that stands out to me that I really enjoyed rewatching uh, is the, is is when they kick off the fun run. Yeah, uh, which it's a moment that's way too big for the office, the bullpen, or the conference room. And it's Michael giving that speech about rabies and showing Meredith as the face of rabies. Um, there's an amazing moment of Dwight and Andy warming up together, just doing like high knees facing yeah. each other. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> we get to see Jan uh, deliver a threatening ultimatum to Pam. That's the part that I remember. We get- and then Daryl feeding, pe- uh, feeding a squirrel a peanut. <laughs> Did you say that uh, we we see the nurse getting the uh, giant check as well? No, but we do we do as well. Oh, I see you went back to school and got your degree. Oh my god, good for you! <laughs> the moment of sincere recognition. Oh, hey, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the blood drive pulls up in the parking lot. Uh, yeah, the blood yeah, drive. That's, that's right. You know, uh, again, Michael learning about love, learning about life. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, that's oh, whatever. That's the whole show is Michael learning about life, right? <laughs> that's right. But it is interesting that that is a piece of the outside world coming into the office world. Yes, mm. right. And it and it kind of invites more characters into that shared universe. It's, it feels like it feels like Pretzel Day would be a van that comes in. You feel like you'd have some mm-hmm. a food cart that would come in and do that. You know, makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. The other thing about the parking lot that the the role that it, it plays in the show for me a lot is just to establish like geographically where they are because it's often very cold out you sort of mm-hmm. assume it's always nice outside or it's always i don't know the, I, when you're watching the office it's like weather doesn't matter but so often right. they go out and they have to put their coats on it's very cold even though it's very sunny which mm-hmm. we're not at least we're not that used to being from portland here if it's like if it's cold it's usually not that sunny right um, right and they're filming it in van nice Right. <laughs> but there's a lot of scenes where things are happening and people are kind of holding their arms. And, right. Right. Uh, it just helps to to remind like, oh, yes, this is this is this is a, these are office workers. They don't we don't work outside. This is not a place where people like to spend time outside. It gets so cold where they are. Have um, you guys ever noticed that stuff that they put on the cars? Yes. There's like mud and yeah. stuff like yes. that. What's Do up you know- with that? So that's, yeah, that's oh, a ahead, real thing. Ahead. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, well, that's no, a real please. thing. Like if you live in a, in a place that snows a lot, they salt the roads. So when you're driving along, the salt gets kicked up onto your car and then that sticks and kind of has that like dirty, Got um, it. frosty look. So that's what they're doing. Um, Because for a long time, I didn't understand that either. But then I went to, uh, I don't know what it was, Montreal or someplace. But but yeah, we're just and realized like, oh, crap, like that's a real thing. 
One of my uh, coworkers used to live in Scranton or live in Pennsylvania, I think. And he mentioned that that was a, that's a real thing where the cars get so dirty. And if you, if you even, even rub your jacket or your clothes on that, that dirt that accumulates on the side of the cars, it kind of ruins your clothing. So it does make sense that they kind of replicate it in the show. God, I have always wondered that. It's just like, why does every car look like it went through a dirt car wash or something? It's mm-hmm. very right, strange. Right, right. Yeah. But nope, that makes sense. salt. Mm-hmm. Got it. It makes Andy's Xterra choice seem a little bit better in hindsight. Way better than the than the Sebring. Rugged yet elegant. Yes. Or the Firebird. <laughs> Trans Am. Trans Am. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a Chrysler. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You've always liked the Sebring. It's ridiculous for this climate. It's ridiculous yeah. choice for this climate. You always said you admire That's it. That's the yeah. thing that sets Michael off. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's the last straw. Take it back. It's the car. Oh man, oh, Michael's. I, there's. It's just the funniest car that Michael could have chosen. Like a Chrysler. It's like this convertible. And it's just like, it's not like a fancy convertible. It's a terrible car to have there. It's just like, that must have been the only close to a sports car option that he had as far yeah. as a corporate car. You know it. And they're like, well, I guess you could have that, but you know, why would you? It's just. It's. It's such a good choice for Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A, a PT cruiser, I could have seen him in as well. Well, he doesn't he end up with a PT cruiser? Does he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah okay, the red right. PT cruiser. Yeah, you're right. Oh my gosh, you're right. I was yeah. like, I don't know. I was like, why don't? Why am I envisioning him in a PT cruiser? Okay. Yep. Um, what, what? Any other? Any other favorite moments? I mean, there's. I brought up uh, like you know the the slack line thing where Andy yeah. has to. I mean, it's not one of my favorite moments. That's some of the worst. Andy Bernard in the entire uh, series um, is the. Let me show what, you. Let me show you how a real man walks across a flaccid cord. A flaccid cord. <laughs> Remember who were his two? Who were his two instructors? Feather and Link. Rafe. Rafe. I almost yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got ourselves a yard sale. That's what Clark says one of the times yeah. that Dwight falls off. I don't know why that line always sticks with me. Yeah, yeah. I also think too of when Dwight sets up the bicycle thing weighed down by the copy machine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. In a line, there's a line where he invites he he gets Pam to come up and asks her to be his counterweight. On, oh yeah, she says, "Get someone else. Why not Phyllis?" And, and Dwight says, "Phyllis, are you kidding me? The second she stepped off that wire, we launched into space." <laughs> and like, that's a line that, in the terms of the comedic tone of the show, like seems to be a little bit too broad or a little too silly. But it always makes me laugh. It's, yeah, the visual, the visual is just too yeah. good. Yeah, the visual is just too good. Do um, when Kev, when Dwight and Kevin are like lighting off the fireworks, and Jim and Pam are watching from the rooftop, is that in the parking lot? Or are they like? They're in like it's a like, vacant lot. They're in an like empty a, field or something. It's oh, across right. the street okay. or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. And they're like running through the firework. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, another event that happens in the parking lot that I almost forgot about was when Michael Scott Paper Company first starts out. They have their little pancake um, um, event. Oh, the pancake luncheon. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And Creed comes down and says. Like you got to make them circular, boss. They don't cook all the way. Oh, <laughs> he's like, I don't even want these. And he's like, square pancakes. Steals all the pancakes in his jacket. That's a that's a really good. That's a good uh, good callback there. I forgot about that one. <laughs> I almost forgot about that yeah. one. I mean, what? Uh, any? I mean, we've certainly been through several of them. 
But there's uh, a great moment where Kevin is talking to the camera. I can't even think of in my head what he's saying to the camera. But Angela's trying to leave, and mm-hmm. she just she almost bumps him with his with her car, and then she just honks and he's yeah. just going. I'm getting out of the way. <laughs> she doesn't even he she doesn't yeah. even say anything to him. She just looks, makes eye contact, and continues to yeah. honk. She drives away. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, there's some just amazing moments in the parking lot. I think it's I think they use I think they always used it really well to, um, yeah, get the uh, office workers either out of their comfort zone or um, teach them a new lesson or things like that. I mean, it's certainly a place where a little bit more violence can occur, a little bit more yeah. action. <laughs> um, it's true. And I mean, even like even even we haven't really talked about uh how much you know kevin and andy getting their spots back is such a big win for the for the staff there as like oh my gosh andy doing his like dance where he's like doing the wave he's doing the robot or he's yeah popping and locking as the machines are driving away um this one's the guy who wonders yeah yeah how he's gonna pay his mortgage on his apartment how he's gonna pay his kids (laughs) orphanage bills Yeah. (laughs) yeah but that's you know that's a that's one of the only times we get any like the weird conflict with other people in the Scranton business park. And for Kevin too, he, he mentions, families. he mentions after Stacy, after Stacy left, it was hard to see. And mm-hmm. well, it just feels good to win one. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that is one of the most heartfelt Kevin moments in the whole series. No doubt. And it's, Without yeah, it's doubt. like just getting their parking spots back. Cause we see people, all these shots of people walking in from all this length. And it's, I will quit. I know it's like they're so crossing the Sahara desert. It's just yeah. like, dude, they're like rubbing their feet along the side of the road. It's like, yeah, these are pretty soft people. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, I, I think one of my favorite moments too, just in the parking lot is just like, uh, uh, you know, the you been meatballed cold open where mm-hmm. Stanley and Dwight mm-hmm. cheers their meatballs. Yeah. The whole bag. <laughs> Yes, sir. Or everybody doing yoga in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. And the, <laughs> and the finale right. is also a really nice moment. <laughs> Dwight has adopted Japanese business techniques. I love it. Anything else? I had one and it just slipped out of my mind. Oh, man. Damn oh, it. Oh, here it is. Ah. Here's one. Yes. Uh, Aaron, completely covered in dirt. Planking is the kind of thing where you either get it or you don't. <laughs> and I don't. But it's just fun to be a part of it. Because <laughs> he's just laying down like yeah. on that little curb stop. Mm-hmm. Oh my There's God. the Christmas cold open where they all try to take the same picture. Oh, and they, and they do the jump. jumping, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of the moment at the beginning of season nine. It begins with Aaron walking into the parking lot. Andy's back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They use it to establish a lot of things. Uh, when, what, what? um, when uh, at the end of Crime Aid, when they've been robbed, the, we, the camera follows the police car into the parking lot to begin like a new day mm-hmm. yeah mm. um um uh, i just had one too oh Cree, uh great bratton uh <laughs> creed showing up as acting manager and throwing his keys out keep to it nobody. running yeah. yes and the parking lot also is of course the the picture that pam paints that michael buys mm-hmm. and that That's we eventually right. see oh. again at the very end of the show, uh, as one of the last scenes, is just the shot of the parking lot. And, you know, Michael, you know, oh, is that my car? And it's just Pam yeah. and, and that must be cars car. in the parking lot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, that's sort of the enduring image we get at the end of the show is just this portrait of this place. And parking lot's part of it. It's so, funny how to... You have like, it right next to you, Sean, don't you? I do. I have it mm-hmm. taped up right next to me when we do our Zoom recordings. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's great that you brought that up, too, because... 
I think that there is something about the parking lot that's a little feels a little bit like the heart of the office because Greg Daniels, like one of his, you know, analogies for explaining the show was it's like a big parking lot with a flower growing up in the cracks, you know, and that's what the office is supposed to be about. It's all supposed to be really boring and bland and just, you know, the American workforce, the American workplace, but something just one little special thing every now and then comes out of, of weeds, it. a little bit of cheap yeah, grass coming up, through the, coming up through the sidewalk. As Michael yeah. says to Dwight, when he allows him to play on the basketball team, he says the hand strikes and gives a flower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will not play basketball. <laughs> Well, if, if if there's any other uh, moments that you guys can remember, let's uh, speak now. But if, if you guys at home there, listening, please. Uh, oh, oh, he's got certain, one. No, certainly there are more, but I don't think we need to continue just listing. Yeah, them. right. I know. I know. Yeah, but if, yeah, you, so- if you haven't been paying attention, today's episode is all about Michael's office. We've been cataloging every <laughs> moment in Michael's office. <laughs> but yeah, let's move on to a conference room. Five minutes. Conference room, everybody, now. Nice. Oh, got the Pam one in there. All oh. right, so uh, for this week's conference room, um, we're, we're actually going to be following up on something we did on last week's episode, which is talking about non-musical earworms. These are things that just stick in your head that uh, just lines from the office you say in your head all the time mm-hmm. or moments. And we got a lot of response. A lot of people sent in. I guess we asked for them, but a lot of people sent in theirs. Um, so I'm just going to awesome. go through. We got... I got a ton of voicemails about them. Oh, great. Um, I'm not going to play all the voicemails. That would just take way too long, but I did uh, write them out. So let's just jump through these other earworms. I I related to all of these. Like so so many of these were like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I think that all the time. Starting first, uh, first with uh, Elizabeth in Winnipeg. Uh, the line when Michael refers to an MP3 as an M3P and, Joe, and uh, Jim <laughs> just says, nope, that's not it. Um, <laughs> When the or during the Devil Wars Prada cold open, when Pam says he's going to kill me, that little phrase there, and of course <laughs> Michael asking for the wet pavement ideas, I love it. That That's a really love it more. Too. Yep. Um, uh, Susie in Phoenix, hers was uh, from the episode The Injury when Michael says I hit my elbow on the wall and now I have a protuberance or whatever he says. <laughs> protuberance. Protuberance. Um, Mindy in Utah when. Um, uh, Oscar says it to Angela when <laughs> it's when Oscar says, this is great, which is when Angela finds out that there is a department that could cut someone to save money oh, yeah. before oh, they yeah. it's Kevin in the way that Oscar says, this is great. Um, Becca from Washington says that uh, Andy asks, beer me that disc. And the way Jim says, Lord, beer me strength plays all the time in her head. <laughs> Eddie in Pittsburgh. <laughs> he, he says, he says this out loud automatically without thinking whenever he sees someone someone doing something stupid. He just goes, oh, there's Gil, Oscar's roommate. I wonder if he knows. <laughs> and, he said, and he said his son also says that all the time so that his wife hears it in stereo constantly. That's parking lot so moment. Funny. Yeah, that is a parking lot moment. Everyone looking down into the parking lot. Yep. That's right. That's uh, right. Joseph in Florida. Um the scene when Jim and Creed are in the kitchen. Creed says we had a funeral for a bird. Jim says I'm pretty sure none of that none of that is real. You're not real, man. <laughs> that line from Creed. And uh, finally, 
Jack from Minnesota, who originally suggested this as something we talk about. Um, when Pam and Dwight are stuck in the elevator, when Dwight is mashing the buttons going, Hank, Hank, can you hear us? Hank, Hank, can you hear us? Yes. <laughs> uh, those are all the ones I got from voicemail. Oh, those are great. I think, uh, did you have a, some more, Edwin? Yeah, we had a couple come through on social media. Uh, Amy from PA uh, says, get my nod on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, wow, you really shooted that. Yep. Uh, Stanley and I are close. We sit close. We sit close. <laughs> oh, <I laughs> That's like. a really good one. <laughs> it has to be real, and it has to be urine. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> and that then the last is a great one, one. Uh, I like the tangy zip of Miracle, Miracle Whip. Whip. Yeah. Of course. Uh, and then we had Zach who sent this on I Instagram. I do not think that is funny. <laughs> uh, Zach on Instagram mentioned one that he he didn't that he didn't love, but it stands out to him. It's when Michael it's in the surplus where Michael says, "Now we're going to resolve this issue." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually really love Hank that will one. Will resolve this issue. Yeah, I love that one because I want to use it in conversation, but I don't. I can't imagine anyone will actually know. Mm-mm. Exactly what you're referencing. <laughs> uh, mean, and then, oh yeah, sorry. Oh no, 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 go ahead. Oh, and then last one that I can think of, I, uh, I think Erica in Baltimore sent us um, a William Doolittle at your service. Oh yes, aka yeah. Will Do. <laughs> okay, Will That's Do. A great That's one. a drop. That's a future drop coming. Mm-hmm. That's I think a great we have one. a couple more come in, but uh, but I'm sorry. I apologize if we so missed many. you. Yeah, we'll keep yeah. doing them because they're so much fun. I mean, it just made me realize there's one that I have from Murder, which is, uh, you know, Michael, did you throw up in here? Nope, just pooping. You know, you know how I be. Like, <laughs> the smells like throw up. Crazy world, a lot of smells. <laughs> like I love to say that. Ooh, crazy world, a lot of smells is a real. That's a real one. We we do uh, say that a lot. Yeah, just pooping. The, the entire foundation of our podcast is us talking about things and then saying earworms as they come into our heads. <laughs> That's why the show exists. Yeah. That's true. That is the foundation of the business we are hoping to create. <sighs> cool, cool. Box it up. Cool, cool. Box it up. All right. Yeah. Time for some trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Woo! Okay. Trivia uh, coming in from Ross this week. Um says, hey guys, had a lot of fun rewatching season one and putting together this trivia. Obviously, Ooh. use as much or little as you like. I love the show and would love to hear my trivia on an episode one day. Oh, Thanks, Ross. Nice. He's going to be so excited. So, so excited. Now, again, there's still people who've sent in trivia. We're, we're, we're holding it for when we do certain topics, when we do certain things. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Um, yeah. Like when we talk about The Office. Like, yes. Yeah. If, I mean, yeah. The episode if you take trivia. The, <laughs> if you take the time to make a trivia and send it to us, like, we, we are seeing those come in. So thank you so much mm-hmm. for doing that. We know it's, I mean, you, you're saving us the work. So we know how yes. much work it goes, it, you guys put into it, and we love it. And uh, thank you so much to everyone who sent this trivia. And we, Edwin, you should just know we have several challengers stepping up. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> including Mindy in Park City, Utah, who did say she can't wait to destroy you in trivia. Wow. Which okay. is bold. I, 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 well, anyway, we'll we'll set that up later. Mm. That'll, that'll be coming. But they're lining up. They're lining up to take you down. Um, all right, let's get on to trivia here. This is all from season one. Uh, and okay. I'm just going to kind of jump around here. We're going to start with Diversity Day. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the big client that Jim is trying to close on throughout this episode? 
I mean, it's Mr. Deckard. It is Mr. You're Deckard. talking about the... Yep. But, but, okay, okay, okay. Yep. Nice. Uh, and then what type of paper is Jim trying to push on Mr. Deckard? How, for how much more money? Uh, Premium bond cardstock? No, the uh, recycled for 1% uh, more. Um, what two races is Dwight attracted to? Uh, White and Indian. Very good. <laughs> what does diversity today's acronym HERO stand for? Honesty, empathy, respect, and openness. Very good. Wow. And when Michael signs the hero pledge, what name does he use? Daffy Duck. That's correct. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right, last one from Diversity Day. Let's see if we can get all these ones. What are all the nationalities and ethnicities used on the staff's forehead? So match them up. Okay. And who have Yeah. Kevin is Jamaican. No. no. Wait, no, 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 no. Kevin's... Uh, Italian. Yes. Italian. Uh, Maybe some ja- spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Angela's Jamaican. Angela's Jamaican, yes. Um, Dwight is Asian. Dwight is Asian. Pam is Jewish. Yes. Uh, Stanley is black. Stanley's black. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Michael is Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, We're missing four. Oh, oh wow. boy. We only see them briefly, I think. Okay, what are the? Can you give us the characters? Yeah. I guess it's Oscar, Phyllis, uh, Meredith, and Creed. I mean, is Native American one of them? Mm-mm. He didn't use uh, Middle Eastern because he thought it would be too explosive. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, I think yeah. you should just give him to Oscar. Yeah, yes, Oscar was yeah, Eskimo. Yeah. Phyllis okay. is Haitian. Uh, Meredith is Brazilian and Creed is Puerto Rican. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't we see Kelly? I thought we saw Kelly as someone. But she, she, she comes no. in later. That's right. And she doesn't, she doesn't play a, the game. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. From episode three, healthcare. What TV show is Jim talking to Pam about at her desk? The Apprentice. No. No, no, no. It's Trading Spouses. Oh. oh. Wow. That's a throwback. Sure no, I is. I've gotten that. That's right. I remember. Here's a tough that, one. Though. What's the deductible on the plan that Dwight picks in healthcare? Twelve hundred dollars. Yes. Wow. On the nose. Ooh, my goodness. Very good. Uh, what toy is Michael playing with when he calls Pam from his office, saying he is so busy? The truck. Yeah, the Dunder Mifflin semi truck. <laughs> busy, busy, busy. Uh, when Michael goes to the travel agency, where does he want to take the office? Atlantic City. Atlantic City. Very good. That's right. And what are all of the fake medical conditions that are submitted during healthcare? Okay. Um, okay. Not that they're actual I, fake medical conditions, but what do people, what do people send? Hydrodento. Oh man. Dentoplosion. Spontaneous hydrodentoplosion. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Killer nanorobot infection. Yes. Hot dog fingers. Hot dog fingers. Count choculitis. Yes. Inverted Anal penis. Fissures. Inverted penis. Yes. Anal fissures. No. That's a real one. Oh, well, that's a, yeah. Somebody Kevin. has it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry, Kevin. Sorry, bud. Oh, man. Ouch. Um, Ross also put leprosy and flesh-eating bacteria on here as those well. Are, no, but those mm. are both correct. Yeah. 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 Uh, Michael says he learned improv from the greats. Who are the three people he referred to? Ryan Stiles. Yes. Uh, Robin Williams. Yes. Last guy is the host of the show that Ryan Styles was on. Oh, oh, Carrie. Who Carrie? Whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, let's finish. We'll do all these from episode four from the Alliance. I love it. Uh, what is Dwight's excuse for why the water cooler is near his? Uh, sorry, what is Dwight's excuse for why the water cooler is near his desk? Uh, oh, because he brings his own water to work, and he wants to hear the scuttlebutt. The scuttlebutt. Oh, say, it says maintenance. Like he wants to be yeah. doing maintenance on it. Well, they said they. Well, yeah. So what happens is they say. Uh, it cuts to like he delivers a talking head and it cuts to the water cooler just at his desk. Right. And they say, why did you do this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what themed party did the party planning committee throw last year? 80s. Yes. The 80s party. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yes. Uh, what is Oscar's nephew's charity for? Uh, Diabetes? No. MS? No. Heart disease? No. You were going to, you're Cancer. a little warmer, Sean. Yeah, it it was. Uh, I don't know what is Parkinson's? it. Cerebral, cerebral palsy. Oh, cerebral surreal. palsy. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Michael is thinking of what to write in Meredith's card. He says, "Meredith, Mary, Mary had a little lamb. Don't bring that lamb to work, or it will poop on the floor. Poop on the floor. <laughs> 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 nice." Uh, Michael has a sign on the drawer behind him that says, "Whistle and I'll what." I don't know. Whistle and I'll fart. Oh. It's on the... Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, During the Alliance, whose birthday was it actually that day? Uh, Toby? No, Ryan. Ryan. He says it to Toby. Oh, really? Happy birthday. All right. Last last one from these season one ones. How did Michael get from Daryl to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? What's the transgression of those names? Daryl Philbin. Yeah. Regis Philbin. Yeah. Raj, Mr. Roger. Yeah, then Reej, then Roger, oh, then, then Mr. Then Rogers. Yeah. 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 yeah, very, very good. That'll do it. Hey, All right. what a great trivia. Thank you yeah, so much. Who's, you. Who said that to us again? Ross. This was Ross. Ross. And there's all, there's Thank still episode five and six, so we can, we'll store that oh, for great. later. Uh, nice. Thank you very much, Ross. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Please give us a call and send us your questions and comments. 503-694-9314. You can call and leave us a message. We love to play them on the show. You can email us your own trivia or uh, or your own favorite earworms or whatever you'd like. MSPodcastCompany at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Michael Scott Podcast Company. We're on Twitter at Michael Scott Pod. And we have a website, MichaelScottPod.com. You can join us on Patreon.com slash Michael Scott. For five bucks a month, you can become a Scott's Tot. We uh, just did another mailbag episode for the Scott's Tots. Uh, so much fun. A few, couple so days casual. ago. And it's, it's so much fun. If you join the Patreon, you can you've got like a direct line to us uh, to send us questions, and we always go through and answer all those. And we're we're trying to come up with more fun stuff to do with you guys. Uh, maybe even getting some people to challenge Edwin at trivia. We're gonna have the videos of the mailbags. We'll put those up on there as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And again, this is all for five dollars a month, and you get to support the show. You get to actually help us continue to make the show and have the resources to do that. Um, yeah, which we really appreciate. For real, thank you guys so much. Thank you, like so so much to our Patreon supporters, our Scotts Tots, and our tots. Uh, and you get a, the, you get a private <laughs> podcast feed by the way when you sign up, so that that's right. oh, you're getting this exclusive feed just for the Tots. That's right. That's right. Uh, special thanks also to Ryan Lloyd who helps us with our social media and designs our artwork. And this episode was recorded in Portland, Oregon, over video chat. 
Thank you again to, to everyone, our Patreon subscribers, of course, but to everyone who's listening, um, who continues to listen to us, support us, rock with us. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate and love you, every single one of you. Uh, take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the zombie. Yes, sir. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.